0: Time now for Christian Cargai Theater with today's episode Tight is Right Part 2. Last time on Tight is Right, Jimmy starts rotating his tires and then starts mumbling to himself as he's struggling to get the lug nuts off.
1: Wow, these lug nuts are really tight can't get them off. Let's see, is that tight as right and left is loose?
0: Uh, uh, uh. The Lugnuts, Andy, Jack, and Roy are giving Jimmy a hard time. Jack Lugnut is enjoying Jimmy's struggle.
1: Faith in bigora. I'll see us, Lugnuts are tight and right. What do you say, Lugnuts? All for one and one for all, right? <laughs> well, it wasn't exactly a lie. I mean, I didn't lie to Nahum and Eustace, really. Exactly. I just didn't tell him everything. He just assumed it was the valves. That's more like a, a fib. Not really a lie. I mean, come on, Jimmy. Nay, who wants to give you a raise for Pete's sake, loosen up a little. No, I don't understand. You and Mommy to get in the real world, Dad. I'm a good kid, and you still treat me like a middle schooler. I surely don't understand.
0: Look, Jimmy is a knucklehead. Not only is he loosening up, he loosened us up. Try to hold tight, lug nuts. Come on, gotta hold onto the wheels. Hold on. The Frenchie Fender adds her voice.
2: Oh, Monsieur Jimmy, don't you know that haste makes waste? Oh, you did not tighten those crazy lug nuts. And the wheels are coming off. This is terrible. These wobbly wheels are going to ruin my finish. Oh, sacre bleu. Jimmy! Jimmy, are you all right,
0: son? And now, the next installment of Tight is Right.
2: Oh, oh no. Mom, Ellen, I, I was just talking on the phone with Jimmy, and things got a bit heated when I, when I heard the skidding. He, he was driving and talking on his phone. How many times have we talked to him about taking calls while driving? And it's against the law in Colorado for minors. Come on. I have no way of knowing where he was or if he's all right. Let me try calling him back. You've reached
1: Jimmy. Leave a message after
2: the... Here, Alan, dear. Let's you and me pray while Andy's calling. Jesus, we need your help. Jimmy's obviously distracted in many ways, and we count on you two.
0: Meanwhile, Jimmy's in bad trouble.
1: Whoa, what's wrong with this thing?
0: Under the hood, the car parks are worried. Something's wrong with the lug nuts. Gracie gas tank says. I know you
2: lug nuts. I know we're all dependent on you.
0: The lug nuts are coming loose, and Jimmy's having trouble keeping control of his Jeep. Andy Lugnut is in a bad fix. Whoa! whoa,
3: whoa, whoa. I'm spinning around, I'm getting I'm going, boys. I'm
2: going.
0: Frenchy Fender's frightened.
2: This is terrible. Don't hit anything. The fender is always the first to get crunched.
0: Andy Lugnut just lost his grip and the other two are trying hard to keep things together. Jack Lugnut has lost his cool. Uh-oh, uh-oh. When Jack Lugnut came off, Jimmy's Jeep swerved into the cemetery in front of the church. It dug a long trench on the lawn and knocked over a headstone. Jimmy's unhurt thanks to his seatbelt. The car parts then take stock of the damage. Mosey Motor Oil speaks first.
2: Oh, hey, that, that, now that was unrefined. Hey, everybody, you, you guys okay? I'm fine, I think. Just fuming, you, But it's Frenchie I'm worried about. Hey, Francie, how you doing? Oh, c'est tragique, Gracie. I think I am a little twisted. What is this stone I am tangled up with? It has writing on it. It says, let's see, Benjamin something, beloved husband and father. Oh, mon ami, we are in a cemetery. Oh, Monsieur Jimmy, this is a grave matter.
0: Pastor Jack has heard the crash and comes out of the church office. Jimmy, what happened? Are you all right?
1: Yes, I'm okay. My stupid car just suddenly started wobbling all over the road and I I couldn't control it.
0: The car parts don't appreciate Jimmy's explanation. Stupid. You want to be friends with my fist knucklehead.
1: Now I'm really fuming.
0: Jimmy and Pastor Jack inspect the damage. Benjamin Blake, beloved husband and father.
1: Oh, this is unfortunate. Unfortunate? What do you mean? Mrs. Blake, Mr. Blake's widow, is a very special member of our church. She's nearly 100 years old, but she's sharp as a tack. Every Sunday after the service, she comes and brings a flower for her husband's grave, puts it in a metal vase that... Say, where is that vase? Oh, here it is. I'm afraid it's been flattened. Yeah, well, look at what that stone did to my fender. I wonder why I lost control. Oh, I see what happened. Those dumb lug nuts came off. One's even missing. Oh, there it is. I'll just tighten them all up, and hey, it still runs. After a little body work, she'll be as good as new. Jimmy, let's pause now and thank the Lord that you weren't hurt in this accident. Some other time, Pastor, I gotta go. But Jimmy, about Mr. Blake's headstone, I needed to talk to you about something as well. I'll be back. Don't worry. I need to get to Nahum's to cover my tracks on Eustace's valve tick.
0: Under the hood, the car parts are disappointed in Jimmy.
2: If that don't beat all, what's got into him? Like so many stations these days, self-serve? He used to be such a nice kid. Oh, so, uh, he thinks we're nuts, huh? And stupid, huh? Well... We'll show you, stupid boy. (laughs) I wonder how he'll handle this rig when all three go left on him. That's what I call hanging loose. All right, boys, here we go. Start spinning. (laughs) Let's do it. Oh, please, messieurs. I beg of you, stop and think what you are going to do. Another blow like this one, and I am too finny. Finished, I tell you.
0: Well, okay, toots. Come here, not a problem. We'll we we'll cancel the plan just for you. After all, that ain't right. <laughs> 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 oh, Milsy, uh, thank
2: you, thank you, thank hey, you. listen, you guys better tighten up your act here. Jimmy won't put up with much more screwy mischief from you three.
0: Meanwhile, back at Nahum's garage, Nahum is looking over Eustace's repair order on the Valtic. Now that's strange. I ain't no parts charged out on Eustace's Corolla ticket. You can't fix a valve tick with no parts. I hope that boy ain't giving away my parts. Nahum looks up to see what appears to be a convoy headed his way. Jimmy's pulling up in his Jeep. His parents and grandmother are pulling in, along with Eustace in the patrol car with his lights flashing, Pulling in behind Jimmy.
2: Well, young man, now
0: you may have fixed my Corolla, but you're you,
2: you're in a a heap of serious trouble here. Now let's see, uh, hit and run, uh, destroying private property, and, and according to your parents, driving while talking on your cell phone. Now that is reckless endangerment if I ever heard of it. Now, now, just what do you have to say for yourself? Hmm? Uh, uh, We're uh, waiting, uh, young fixed man, Corolla boy.
0: How come you didn't charge out any parts? Yeah, Jimmy, Uh,
2: why did you answer the phone Um, while you were uh, driving? uh, uh. You men all deserve
1: some answers, and Jimmy will be with you momentarily. But first, he and I need some mother-son time. So, excuse us for a few minutes.
0: Jimmy's mom makes quick work out of taking Jimmy back to Nahum's private office, while the men all stand around looking kind of dumbfounded at each other, and Grandma just shrugs her shoulders. Tune in next month for the next installment of Tight is Right on Christian Carguy Theatre. And now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh Uh-huh, Randy. You know that old saying, sin will take you further than you wanted to go keep you longer than you wanted to stay and cost you more than you're willing to pay.
3: Yep,
2: Daddy. Jimmy never thought that lie would go this far. It may well keep him from a right relationship with many dear people here, and especially God. And what started out as a hundred dollars may be a thousand dollars by the time he gets himself out of this. And why in the world did he just stay with Nahum when the Valtic first came up and straightened that whole mess out? Then, why did he answer the phone while driving and talk that way to his dad? And, and why did he leave the scene of an accident? How could he act so foolish in just an hour's time?
0: Uh Randy, in a way, Jimmy was like that clean-shaven harp you got. He's a bare-faced liar.
2: (laughs) Yeah, oh, I get it, Daddy. He was bare because he left behind his breastplate of righteousness. Faced because he sure was into selfies. (laughs) See, bare-faced. See what I did there? And he was a liar because he had lost his pants with the belt of truth totally unarmed no shield of faith no prayer covering even with pastor jack to help him and no gospel shot on those feet either <laughs> boy daddy we need to get our armor on when things get dicey don't we because things could unravel fast for sure i wonder what his mom has up her sleeve
0: now randy jimmy'll have to be like that symphony conductor Having to face the music, though he doesn't like the tune.
2: (laughs) Say goodbye,
0: Daddy. (laughs) See you later, Radiator. Yes, it sounds like Superman, but it's really, <laughs> Jimmy needs to be a Superman after <laughs> we heard that episode of Christian Carkai Theater. What a difficult thing. And we were, we were going to put you in the hot seat of that difficult thing. I'm hoping you had a chance to hear that episode 14 of Tight is Right. And I was thinking about, there's a song called The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. And for Jimmy right now, he needs to know the sun will come out tomorrow. And if you've ever heard it, you know, the little girl sing, and I think it's from the, the musical Annie. She says, bet your bottom dollar that the sun will come out tomorrow. Well, I was I was thinking about that song this morning, I was thinking, you know what? The sun will come out tomorrow because it's Easter. I mean, he is going to come out of the tomb. The sun will come out tomorrow, and and, and Jimmy's going to need that. (laughs) Because it is Sunday, which is kind of cool. I I think it's an interesting way that God uses words (laughs) that he made it to be the day that Jesus came out of the tomb would be a Sunday. And, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow. I don't know, just sort of an Easter theme song I was thinking for this particular episode of Christian car guy theater, because Jimmy needs the sun to come out. So I'm sure you couldn't help, but notice that our hero, Jimmy gets himself in a heap of trouble quick. And number one, he didn't tell the whole truth about a car repair where he was going to get paid a hundred dollars that he desperately needed, but he didn't tell the whole truth. So he's in trouble about not telling the truth. He's in trouble because he talked on his cell phone while he was driving. He dishonored his mother and father and to top it all off, he was involved in a hit and run. He hit the, the, stone in the cemetery and then he left the scene of the accident you don't ever do that if you're a young driver please you got to you got to stay and face the music like the symphony conductor (laughs) so this is where i would love your help the christian car guy audience being full of the holy spirit can provide some desperately needed input for parents out there So we would love and we would just encourage us all so much for you to call in today and tell us, if you heard the episode, if you were Jimmy's mom and you took Jimmy back to Nahum's office right there, which is what she did, what would you ask Jimmy or what would you say to your son if you found him in that kind of a predicament? In other words, we're going to allow and we're hoping that the Christian Car Guy audience will share some wisdom that we can write into. Here's your chance to write into the next generation. Christian Car Guy Theater episode, you call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH, if you would call us, and please, share some wisdom, what should Jimmy's mom tell him, what, or maybe she should ask him some questions, what would you do if you were Jimmy's mom, 866 348 7884, because here's the good news. Ann and I, and Ellen Kennedy, we write these episodes. We're all listening to the show today. When you call in, we will take your wisdom and write it into the next episode. And so when you listen to Christian Carguy Theater next month, you could hear your wisdom coming out for all the parents to glean from when their child finds himself in this horrible situation where they got all this stuff come down on their head all in one minute. What do you say? What do you ask? What are the right things? What would the Holy Spirit instruct you? 866-348-7884. Well, speaking of tight is right, we, of course, have our good friend Bob from 109U. Pull it with us here today. Bob, people got to get their yard tight. It's got to be right. They got to get that yard art out. There's metal. There's ways they can make money. We're going to talk about that today on the show.
3: It's uh, great to be here. I just can't help but get caught up in the, you know, the young man that uh, told the lie, and then it escalated, and, and then you tell another one on top of that, and uh, I have so much experience with that in my younger years. Uh, I was the youngest of three brothers, and uh, I was brought up to deceive our parents. You know, don't tell mom and dad, or we're going <laughs> to tell mom and dad this, and, you know, just I was brought up as a as a deceiver. And it uh, caused a lot of issues in my life, and uh, I have a lot of insight into that.
0: Yeah, that was an issue for Jacob as well, and I had never thought about (laughs) him being the younger brother, and you know, maybe maybe he had a little of that going on. So, but we're going to be getting into that yard art. That's bobsleds. From those who've heard it in the past, that Bob knows how you can turn. Stuff that's in your yard that's just taking up space and the money, right?
3: It's everywhere, brother. Uh, you know, if you have an old car there, uh, you know, we can come out and get the car, you know. And if you're not in this area, there are local recyclers. Metal prices are down right now, but uh, still, uh, oh, an old car. Uh, you know, sometimes you've got that lawnmower or two or three that <laughs> I, I'm going to get that fixed one of these days. It's still got some value. And, uh And, you know, there's just so many things around the house and in the yard that you can load up and haul in and uh, cash in right now.
0: Yeah, you don't need to take them out to the dump. They can turn them into something that people can recycle. And you can make some money. So we're going to talk about different – because he knows all the ins and outs. There's certain things you can make more money on than others, and we're going to get that insight from Bob here shortly. And then, speaking of tight is right, the state of North Carolina just lately, again, has made an example (laughs) – their new slogan this month is "Obey the sign or pay the fine, so law enforcement in North Carolina is changing a culture of it isn't speeding if you're not going five miles an hour hour if you're not going five miles per hour over and there was a huge rumor that went out Bob and I know if you're listening in Washington or you're listening in Kentucky or somewhere, you're thinking, what does this have to do with me? Well, it has to do with everybody because there's a culture in this whole country where people think if I'm going five miles an hour over the speed limit, I'm not really speeding. And so what happened here in North Carolina, <laughs> it's hilarious, is the rumor went out that they were going to give you a ticket for going one mile an hour over. And my, I had, you know, being the Christian car guy, you can imagine all the people that came to report this information to me. I got it on Facebook. My own daughter came in and said, Dad, Dad, I can't, you know, if I go one mile an hour, I don't even know how to keep my speed, my speedometer there. And I was really grateful that she now was considering this. And I promised you yesterday, Bob, I'm going up Silas Creek Parkway. And for the history of the first time ever, nobody blew by me. Apparently, they've gotten North Carolina's attention. They, people were going the speed limit on Silas Creek Parkway. I said, am I in the twilight zone? Is this what's going on? <laughs> we're going to tell more about that. We need your call. What should... I am really, really hoping that you would share your wisdom on what Jimmy's mom should ask, what she should say. 866-348-7884. Call us now.
1: That's gonna come out tomorrow. That's your bottom tomorrow. You're thinking about tomorrow. Cleans away the cobwebs and the sorrow.
0: That was in Korea. That was America. Or Korea's got talent or Japan's got talent. The little girl that sang that. Um, She's she, got some pipes. She melted it, did she? Yes, sir. And the sun will come out tomorrow. That's the really cool thing when you think about it. The sun will definitely come out tomorrow. And it needs to, for Jimmy, we were talking about that on the Christian Car Guy Theater. And I am so excited. I am to hear. I know there's a mom out there right now that is thinking, I know what I would tell my son. If he was in that much trouble standing there with the police and whatever, I know what I would ask. We would love to write that into our next episode, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH is the number to call in and share some wisdom because we need it on the Christian Car Guy Theater. We need some Christian insight on how Jesus might come after Jimmy through his mom in that situation
3: it's just so many times in my experience working with the young people at church. Um, it was so much easier for me instead of telling them what was wrong about what they did. And, you know, you got to get to that, but you can start out by pointing out a flaw of yours and, and some past experience where, you know, deception got in your way and it changed your life, uh, in a negative way. And sometimes it's, it's, You can hit them about three times with the Bible, (laughs) but they will sit there all day long and listen to the mistakes that you made, and that's always been a great tool of mine. And you know, being that deception is in my in my past, well,
0: it's been uh, it being a a a, big big sinner is a big tool in my toolbox.
3: (laughs) It, it, It was just such a big part. I can remember my mother telling me. Son, you'll tell a lie when the truth is in your favor. And it was just a big thing that I really had to deal with. And it was just such an obstacle to overcome.
0: So it's sort of the torque wrench that, that you pull out when you need it. I don't know. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. I would love to know what you, if you were Jimmy's mom, what would you tell Jimmy? I would really, really like to know that. Now, we are talking about this... <laughs> speeding thing in north carolina i i was truly amazing i've never seen anything quite like it because uh, apparently a couple of the tv stations caught a hold of this this news release that which by the way i posted at christiancarguy.com which says obey the sign or get or pay the fine and word got out that if you were going one mile an hour over the speed limit that you would get you know, they, they would write you a ticket and so the next thing you know and and like you people are going down 40 at at 55 at business 40 really and they were on silas creek parkway at 45 you know and and i'm like it's look what's happened that if if the people felt like the law was going to be
3: enforced and i I just think it's a fascinating study in human (laughs) culture it's been very effective because even my delivery driver yesterday came in and there has been a huge police presence yesterday and uh Uh, out on the roads and uh, she said it really takes a lot longer to drive to and from greensboro at the speed limit i says well it sounds like they got your attention
0: yeah yeah and 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 it's it's just fascinating to me is that they could get this kind of a campaign based on a rumor because what they you know they came back and i wish they hadn't you know said well we didn't exactly mean one mile an hour over but the 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 officers have some you know, say so and what it would be. But when they they had it that they were actually going to obey the sign, which says 45, which, by the way, means 45. It doesn't mean 46 or 8. It doesn't mean 50. It means 45. When they actually had that going, they changed the culture. And I wonder if they would take a lesson that next year to say, okay, we mean business. We're going to write a ticket. Because one of the best things that ever happened to the Christian car guy, Robbie and, uh, you know, Bob talking about your own mistakes, was I got a ticket for four miles an hour over in Davie County, a state trooper stopped me. And he said, you know you were speeding? And I said, I I wasn't speeding. And he said, yes, you were. Are you in a habit of speeding? And I said, I'm not. I wasn't speeding. He said, how fast were you going? I said, I was going 60. He said, no, you were going 59. But the speed limit is 55. (laughs) (laughs)
3: LAUGHTER
0: Uh, (laughs) and he wrote the ticket and i was so angry i was just fuming i was like gracie gasting man i was fuming all over the place but as i thought through this i was like man he's right the sign says 55 it doesn't say 56 it doesn't say 58 and what would happen across the country if law enforcement said okay that is what that's the limit you go over that And then I'm telling you, I experienced it in my own world.
3: I saw people going the speed limit on Silas Creek Parkway. Bob, I saw it. I wonder how many gallons of gas were saved yesterday by people driving (laughs) the speed limit. I mean, it had to be astronomical.
0: Yeah, I, I used to quote it that there were billions of gallons of gasoline that are wasted every week on speeding across this country. But more than that, there were 320 lives lost in North Carolina that they that the, that the North Carolina Department of Transportation puts right on speeding. That's what they called was the reason for the accident, was speeding. 320 lives in one state. You take that times 50, <laughs> and that's a lot of lives, and, and that a lot of property, and all those things, that it's just it's a matter of that. But anyway, you know, it just is a topic of, of interest to me. I find that if tight is right, and that's the topic of today's show, which is Titus' right to being a Christian. Tight would mean that that sign says 45. It means 45. It doesn't mean 46. And, and of course, we did a whole show one time on the speeding of sin, and I had all kinds of people calling. you're welcome to call again and tell me what I, you know, way I'm off base. And no, I'm not going to get to heaven because I don't speed. I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get to heaven because the sun came out, will come out tomorrow if, if you were in Jerusalem back then. But the sun has already come out in our life, right? And so we're pretty excited about Easter coming up and those kind of things. But with spring and talking about tight Bob, people need to get some stuff out of their yard and this is an opportunity right now, especially like batteries or got lead and stuff. What? Where, where, where are the big money makers that people may, they, that are sitting around their house that they may not realize, man, if you take that in,
3: like a catalytic converter or something like that. Uh, there's so many things, uh, the batteries, i i've seen people's yards that's just have a stack you know we'll save that old battery but i mean the lead right now we're paying 20 cents a pound on batteries uh they have been higher before but um you know metal prices are suppressed a little bit right now but uh it's still a good time always to get rid of the yard art and uh <laughs> Sometimes, many, many, many times, it's it's the wives that actually call and say, "Hey, come get this car," and and uh, you know the the men in the house are like, "Oh, that's my prize. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that one day," you know. But so many times, the wives insist that they uh, drag them. You know, come come get him, Bob. <laughs> He's never gonna fix this.
0: And how about you said you saw some copper coming in that got you all excited. What about copper? What Co- what is copper that the people have laying around?
3: Um, well, actually, the piece I saw on the way in was a piece of flashing that goes around the chimney, and uh, some of the flashing from the house is is uh copper. Uh, old houses, especially, um, there's many copper things around that. Um, and until I had to actually look, and then I saw the green tarnish on it, I said, "Hmm, it's copper." <laughs> <laughs> See, we all, you know,
0: we, we think about we need to develop Jesus's eyes so we can see sin the way Jesus sees sin. Or we can see people that need Jesus the way that Jesus sees people the way need Jesus. But in a way, we, could, we need to develop Bob eyes so we can see what's laying around our house that would be worth a lot of money. <laughs> it really surprised me, though, because, you know, I sit
3: there and look, and, and I, it was just laying right there, and I just stopped. <laughs> I said, you know, I know what's metal. And then as I looked a little closer, yeah, that's definitely copper. And the value of a copper is uh, uh, a lot higher than just your average metal, you know.
0: Yeah, so if you've got, you know, some old pipes, pipes what, is,
3: what else? Pipes, wire, uh, there's just so many things. Um, you know, you have a, an appliance. Oh, I'm going to fix that dishwasher. Or I'm going to fix that uh, washing machine someday. You know, they come and bring the new one, and the old one sits there and sits there and sits there uh, when you could actually cash it in.
0: That's what a lot of those wrecking yards across the country are there for. You load it up, and you can cash in on some of that stuff that's just an eyesore. And it's not, you know, you can turn it into resource. Give it to the Jesus Labor Love, single moms and widows, families in crisis, which, you know, we're always in need in that particular thing. Well, I was really, really hoping that some mom, you got one segment left, 866-348-7884. Call us. The words of life coming to you. That is from Stu Epperson's Last Words of the Cross CD. Um, amazing, amazing song to listen to at Easter. I got to hear it live yesterday, Bob. Wow. I did. I got to hear it live at the New Canaan Society here. And so um, I wanted to hear it in my show today because it's just like the East, ultimate Easter song. As Stu, you know, and Stu came to me and told me he'd written this song in knowing Stu all these years that i've known him i was like oh, <laughs> you know, really apprehensive I, I was very apprehensive but then oh my when i heard that i and, and he actually but, wrote that he did he wrote oh. the song the words became flesh and it's 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 an amazing easter song it's an amazing thing to hear it performed again it's last words of jesus you can go to last words find out all about that very cool but it's a neat thing to think about is easter um is there, and the sun will come out tomorrow. I'm telling you. And we got Anne is in Huntersville. I bet she's going to help us out with our dilemma. Anne, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
2: Well, hello there. I just thought I would call in so you guys wouldn't be too lonely over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank we you appreciate very much. it. And we yeah. got a dilemma, and I was thinking, well, we might have we might have put something that, out there that was too hard about what Jimmy's mom should do. So I was thinking, people could go to ChristianCarGuy.com and they can email, they can pray about it. And think about exactly
2: it. And, and there's you know i mean i I actually played i'm I'm so blessed to be part of this company. I played Frenchy Fender in today's episode, but the the thing is, um I just wanted to encourage your listeners that people we do use their ideas i mean it, it would be in fact, I think personally that we should use Bob's little phrase you know when when his mother said to him, Son, you can tell a lie." Uh, but the truth will uh, be in your
3: favor. Is that is that the way it went? Well, she, I got so bad about lying. She told me that I would sometimes tell a lie when the truth would have been better for me to tell, <laughs> because <Yeah>. I just <laughs> got in the habit of lying, and so well, the truth became a non-option for me, and um, you know, took a lot of years of corrective measures.
2: Exactly. Uh, I so mean, we got know.
0: this opportunity, yeah, and and I, we really are hoping in that somebody will. If they don't call in in this last segment, 866-348-7884 and share the wisdom, yeah, go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out about the Jesus Labor Lover, just email me, what should Jimmy's mom say in this predicament that Jimmy finds himself in? Thank you, Ann, for calling in so much. God bless you, and thank you for your help as Frenchy Fender.
2: Happy Easter.
0: Happy Easter, yes, thank (laughs) you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book today, we have, you know, but since the whole tight is right thing is going on, that's <laughs> our appraisal by the Real Black Book, where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, crowd for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Well, as yesterday I mentioned, I got to hear Stu on his book, The Last Words of Jesus, and the song. We got to hear all that. But I I ran into an old friend by the name of John Mark, and he is a Hebrew scholar, and I rarely ever see him. He doesn't share with me some phenomenal wisdom. And he shared this with me. And I thought you might enjoy this, this little picture of something that happened at Jesus's, at Peter's confession. A lot of people talk about this and Peter's confession, and they say, Peter. But have you ever thought about it It was Simon that actually was his name before it became Peter and what that may mean? And I'm going to read the passage for you. It says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I am? Who do they say the Son of Man is? And so they say, some say John the Baptist and some Elijah and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you? (laughs) Okay, who do you say I am? Which is a question you may ask yourself this Easter. And Simon Peter answered, you are the son, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. An amazing answer, no doubt. But what Jesus said here, I got some new insight on. Jesus answered him and said, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. Now, he didn't say, Blessed are you, Peter. He said, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And what my friend John Mark explained to me is that word Simon right there has a Hebrew origin of Simeon. And you may remember, Simeon was the second son, I believe, born to Leah. And Leah was the, Forgotten wife of Jacob, and she was wanting a son badly. And when Simeon was born, the reason why she named him Simeon was she said, He heard me. And so the word Simeon means he heard. Now, think about what Jesus is doing as he's standing there. He's saying, Blessed are you who heard. Simon, Simeon, blessed are you who heard. Right? Blessed are you who have sheep ears. How many times did Jesus say, he who has ears to hear? you know," and, and, and think about the whole John 10 thing, that we can hear his voice and that we are blessed when we hear. And so when I was thinking about tight is right, the best way I know to get tight with Jesus is to hear. You know what I'm saying, Bob? That to hear is, is to
3: know that you are one of his sheep. Well, so many times we hear, but we do not obey. And there's not a a single person, Christian or non-Christian, that that is not know that when they're doing something wrong. And there's so many times he'll send us the message: this is wrong, or this is deceptive. This is you know he'll send it to us, but not only to hear. But to listen and obey can be a, so much tougher. Than yeah, me. and this is... But it, it's an easier path if we'll just get it. Well, it's so hard to obey. It's a lot easier than the you know the ramifications of not obeying.
0: Yeah, as 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 our friend Danny Dipstick said, "Whoa, you know," <laughs> <laughs> he says, "It will take you further than you wanted to go, cost you more than you're willing to pay, and and you will stay a lot longer than you have ever imagined you ever would when you're in the midst of those things." But here's the here's the really great news. The sun is coming out tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He is coming out, and he is going to take that, and he's going to cover it in his blood, and he's going to nail it to the cross, and it is going to be you're going to be free from that. And that what you do with that freedom, right? What you do with that freedom, it, it makes all the difference. And, and, and once you're in that position of freedom, and you can hear. And one of my favorite things to do, seriously, Bob, one of my favorite things to do is I lay my head on the pillow at night or when I wake up at one in the morning or when I get up first thing at five o'clock is I just say, what you got for me, Jesus? I'm listening. I'm listening. Tell me. Where are we headed? What's, what's the adventure today? What's this going to look like? I'm listening. And, and a lot of times I hear crickets. Crickets. <laughs> and i go okay must be i'm not willing to hear something <laughs> show me what i'm not willing to hear help me to help me to accept what it is i'm not willing to obey i don't want to hear crickets i want to hear you i want sheep ears i want to be simon i want to be simeon bar jonah i want to be you know what jonah means the dove so it's the son of the dove. And when he said that, Simeon is like the one who hears the son of the dove. That's a pretty amazing thing that Jesus said right there. Just something to think about. Well, we want to thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy's show, Bob. It's always so much fun to do the show with you.
3: It is great to be here today. And
0: uh, I thank you for all of you listening. And I'm, I'm praying that somebody will come in and, and, and go to ChristianCarGuy.com and give us some phenomenal wisdom to write into the next episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. It is certainly our prayer that you have an amazing, amazing Easter tomorrow as you reflect on all the things that have to do with Easter Sunday. Remember, slow down, even if you're in North Carolina and you can't go one mile an hour with the speed limit. <laughs> slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years, and hey, spend some time listening. It's going to be awesome.